Sawate omne, sawate discipuli. Welcome again to another episode of Latin in Layman's. Today, we're going to be doing something uh, kind of similar to what we had done in our prior episode, where I'm going to take a myth in Greek, a Greek myth, and then I'm going to expound on that. I'm going to talk about the actual myth itself, then I'm going to tie it back to modernity and how it may apply um, in our modern day world and how we can kind of learn from that and extrapolate as much information as we can, because all of these myths are kind of cautionary tales. If you didn't think about it, if you didn't already know, you know, all of the times these myths involve an individual that kind of challenges the nature of the gods or challenges the nature of, uh, what they were told to do. They do the exact opposite. Hence, Icarus and Daedalus, right? You know, don't fly close to the, the sun, you know, all that kind of stuff. Now, with that being said, I think that there are some things to kind of glom on and glean from these myths because and at the end of the day, we've done it throughout all of our cult cultures. Mythology is very anthropological and there's stories basically to, to indicate, well, they're fun stories. They're things for us to ponder, but also things for us to consider on how we should act upon um, or act in uh, the, the the world, how we should conduct ourselves and, and where we should kind of, you know, check ourselves if we may need to. So today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the myth of Sisyphus. And if you didn't know, we'll get into it and we'll talk exactly about what it means. We're going to talk about the etymological significance because Sisyphus comes from a Greek word, Sisyphane, uh, which I'll get into. Um, but before I do any of those things, would love your support on over at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music. You know me. You can find me Latin space I-N space layman's colon a rhetoric revolution latin and layman's a rhetoric revolution go find me hit me up subscribe i don't even know how to subscribe so if you know how to subscribe more power to you because i don't know how to do that i don't even know if i've given you guys the option but uh, that being said um let's dive into the myth of sisyphus and let's tie it back to uh the significance and its moral implications in the world um, and why we should utilize it as a cautionary tale to apply to our own lives. Okay, so let's dive into what Sisyphus really means. So the etymological significance of Sisyphus from the myth of Sisyphus is in, pretty important. In fact, uh, it's derived from the Greek word Sisyphane, which translates to, to toil, to, to toil or to work hard, essentially. So with that being said, this kind of serves as a reminder that life is often hard. It's hard work. It's suffering, as the Buddha said, and that we should not be discouraged by the challenges that we, say, that we face at the end of the day. That's what I tell my students. Be, embrace failure. Accept failure. Welcome that into your life because at the end of the day, we're all so scared to fail. We're all so scared to get rejected, but... The most growth that I've done in my life is when I've messed up, and I've messed up quite a lot in my life. I've made many a mistake, and I've learned from those because if you allow yourself to reflect on those mistakes, you move forward, and you don't make those mistakes again, or you try to 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 work towards uh, never doing them again. Or, you know, at the end of the day, it's just life. You know, we fail. 
we struggle, we fall off the horse, pardon the cliche, but if we keep on going, it's like how I always said, just keep moving forward. And sometimes that moving forward is not really moving forward. It could be like a treadmill. You're just standing in place, but you are essentially moving. You're keeping going. Maybe you're moving laterally. Maybe you're doing a sidestep. It doesn't matter. You're just moving. Don't stop moving though. That's the problem is that people nowadays seem to be so, um, content and happy to be content. And when I tell people that happiness is not content, that becomes a personal attack because they, they start to attack me. Like I just, uh, threatened the, to take the blood of their newborn, newborn child whenever they have it. I don't know. It's just weird. So let's get on into it. Let's talk about Sisyphus and let's tie back to our modernity and our modern struggles. So once upon a time, a long, 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 long time ago, way off in a far, far away land, lived a man named Sisyphus. Sisyphus was a vain and arrogant king who believed himself to be above the laws of gods and men himself. He boasted of his power and bragged that he could outwit even the gods. His pride was eventually his downfall. Zeus, angered by his hubris, punished Sisyphus to an eternity of labor. We talked about what hubris was. Hubris essentially is the challenging of the nature of the gods, essentially. It's like vanity, but the Greek sense, for instance. The labor that Sisyphus was sentenced to do was to roll a boulder up a hill. Every time he reached the top and thought that he was finished rolling that boulder up the hill, the boulder would roll back down and he would have to start again. And essentially, this served as a metaphor for the futility of life, right? The impossibility of achieving lasting success because at the end of the day, we are all lifelong learners. We never know anything and everything in this world. We are always growing and we always should accept that growth because that is a part of life in general. That's what I, that's what I love about teaching. That's what I've learned about teaching is that my students have humbled me to the nth degree and have taught me that I am growing up. They are growing up. Their parents are growing up. Everybody is growing up and trying to figure out how best they can do this life. Some of us are not really worrying about how best we can do it, but some of us are. Some of us are worried about how we can be the best parents we can possibly be, how we can be the best teachers, how we can be the best instructors, how we can be the best friends, and just be the best people that show up in our lives for everybody else around us, right? The moral implications of the myth of Sisyphus are also pretty profound. In fact, it serves as a reminder that the pride and arrogance of humanity is super dangerous. Our ego, egos that are so fragile and fleeting are dangerous because they make us want to, uh, to kind of hold on to these transient things. It also teaches us that our efforts, no matter how hard we try, may not always be rewarded. That's something that I learned at growing up is, you know, sometimes we work really hard and this is who I was as a kid. I was such a stress bucket of a kid trying to do my, my schooling and always trying to wear grades as like this badge of honor that like I kind of tied myself worth to. Um, I was also the kid that always studied so hard for my tests, but I always never did as well as my friends. Even though I knew I studied harder, I put in way more way, way, way more work than they ever did. Um, and they just were 
inherently better at taking tests, I guess. They weren't as stress bucket of students as I was. Um, but I remember all the time, you know, like everybody would get their tests back and I would be the one to cover my test, kind of like put it away and then lie about my grade because then I could kind of like, I wouldn't, I, I didn't have to deal with my friends and them telling me that I didn't get as better, good of a grade as them. We, when you are embedded in a lot of AP and honors classes as a high school kid, I remember you had the same kids around you and there kind of becomes this competitive aspect to it, but also they're your friends. It was very odd, but I also, I remember I lied so many times about the grade that I actually got and I would bump up my grade by like three or four points, but I would still lie about it because I just didn't want to face the fact that, uh, well, I put in the really hard work and yet it never seemed to translate. It was so frustrating every single time. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, that's just what life is. And sometimes you just got to put in the reps and you got to keep on putting in the reps. And just like with this, this podcast, with this, the, my TikToks, you know, sometimes people give me a lot of flack they give me a lot of hard times about it. But at the end of the day, um, even though, um, according to my analytics, I only have like an audience of like 40 people that listen to me. Like I'm still doing this. I'm still showing up. It's, I have done an upwards, I think almost 190 episodes at this point, and I'm still going and I still haven't achieved any sort of semblance of what, you know, people would want, uh, if they were doing a podcast, right? Like I talked about before, podcasts are fail, uh, like they fail so often. People that start podcasts, the percentage of them getting past three episodes is like 90%, uh, 90% fail to do so. And of that 90%, 98% don't get past 20 episodes. So if you get past 20 episodes filming for a podcast, you are in the upper echelon of the long form media um, and, uh, that's just it. It's just about putting in the reps. It's about striving. There is like, because look at this myth, there is a lesson in the myth that, that serves to show us that life is often a series of struggles and setbacks. And it's important to accept the limitations of our own power and strive for a balance between ambition, but also humility and understand that we can wear both of those things as kind of a balance. Um, like I said, everything in our life is like, you know, it's a balance. There's a healthy relationship that everything that we have in our lives. And at the end of the day, we can use this myth of Sisyphus as a cautionary tale for our own lives and how we should strive for the balance between this ambition, this humility, this accepting that we are lifelong learners and also accepting the limitations of who we are and that we can't do everything and that we're not perfect and that we can't be a Jesus in this world. Even if we wanted to, we can't be, and we could try to, but that's just kind of a futile thing in my opinion. So we should also remember that life is often a series of struggles and setbacks and to not be discouraged by these obstacles that we face. Embrace the failure, be courageous, put yourself out there. And if you fail and if you fall, that's okay. You can just get back up because at the end of the day, nobody's really watching. <clears throat> nobody's watching, but at the, but you can be proud of yourself for putting yourself out there. And even if you fail, it's like, you know, when you see a, you know, a, a cute girl or a cute guy or 
cute, cute non-binary individual at a coffee shop and, you know, you're maybe getting some side glances and you're not sure. But hey, you'll never know if that person really wanted to go out on a date with you or anything like that if you didn't put yourself out there. And putting yourself out there also leads to a lot of vulnerability. It's scary. But you should embrace that scariness because that's growth. That's getting out of the comfort zone. That's when the adrenaline starts coming. That's when the heartbeats are like, pa, 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 pa. and then you're like all flustered and you get hot and sweaty and all this stuff. And then, oh my goodness gracious, but that's life. And that's accepting the struggles that we have and understanding that, uh, you know what, maybe it will get rejected because uh, not everybody is going to probably be attracted to you or want to go out on a date with you or whatever, but that's okay because there will always be people that will be smarter than you, more attractive, more rich, wealthy, have more friends, be well, more well-endowed, but then there will also people be people on the other end of that where You'll be smarter than them. You'll be more attractive than them. You'll be more wealthy. You'll be more um, well-endowed. It's just the nature of the world. It's the cards that we've, we draw, you know, the dice that we roll, you know, and it's just about accepting what we have and moving forward with, with, with what we have, with, 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 with what we have. DJ Connerly in the house. DJ Connerly. Anyways. I hope you guys learned something new. Embrace that that struggle. Embrace the fact that we are human. Embrace that we are imperfect. And embrace that life is to toil. But that toiling is a beautiful thing. And that Sisyphus, coming from the Greek word Sisyphane, which means to toil, is just an aspect of this world. And that it's not supposed to be a bunch of rainbows and lollipops and sunshine and flowers and stuff like that. But there are some times when life is like that. That's the beauty of it is that if you're in pain right now, you're not always going to be in pain. But on the other hand, if you're happy right now, you're not always going to be happy or feel that immense amount of joy. These things are transient and they, they're fleeting, but they still come back. And that's just what life is. Thanks again, everybody. I hope you learned something new and I hope you guys enjoy these myths um, and just kind of diving into them and talking about them, the moral implications and all that great stuff. So take care, y'all. Tempo Sist, Discatering.